Hello, welcome back. It's been a long couple weeks, but we're finally back. Yes, so welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is. I let her do it this time by herself. Yeah, I was I was actually waiting for you to join me and then you didn't. So I was like, I feel like awkward and alone. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, well. <laughs> so you guys are probably wondering why we've kind of been missing for the last <laughs> couple weeks or the frequency has severely decreased and we apologize in advance. But I think that relates to our topic today. Yes, for sure. It's been so crazy. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry, yes. sorry. Go ahead. You're good. Oh, no. Um, I just meant it's been a crazy couple weeks or like a couple months. And today's episode, we're just going to be talking about it and what we learned and, you know, all of that fun stuff. What were you going to say, Juhi? Oh, no, nothing. I was going to I was going to ask you, um, how are you? How have you been? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's such a loaded question. I've been very good, actually. I've been quite good. happy, knock on wood. Um, things are just going smoothly. You know, we're mm-hmm. ending off 2020, I think, again, knock on wood, on a good note. It's been a ridiculous year. A lot has happened, but I feel like my life is starting to hopefully stabilize from this point. So yeah. I'm quite glad about that. How are you? I am probably on the same page as you. I feel like things are, you know, I feel like things are being a lot more stable now, um, which I didn't see coming. So that's been a nice, pleasant surprise. November went like a snap. Like it was just, it went, I I don't remember November. Like Like, what? (laughs) What happened, bro? Um, But yeah, and we're like, damn, we're close to like a new year now. So it's kind of cool. I know. Gross. But you know what made me really sad in the last couple months is that, Mm. This was the first year that I haven't gotten munchkins coming to my door on Halloween dressed up as like little pumpkins or princesses or fairies. And like that's honestly my favorite part. I think I enjoy like seeing them come to my house more than I mm-hmm. did trick-or-treating as a like kid. Like you yourself. Princess. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's fair. I saw um I've, I I don't know if you follow like World on like Instagram and stuff like that. It's literally called World their account. Um, but like they literally showed a little thing um, of uh, what Christmas looks like this year around the world, and it's oh, like I saw that. Well, it was just yeah. like all the lights, everything is up, but like it's much less populated, obviously for like good reason. But um, it's just different. Did not expect this, you know, last year this time around. But yeah, for the introverts, it's a really good thing. My parents are very oh, yeah. introverted, and they're coming to visit. Um, in December and they're so glad that (laughs) there's like this whole social distancing policy because they're like Mm -hmm. great thank goodness I don't need to have like 30,000 family members coming over for dinner or like coming over every other day and I'm like "Mm." and honestly I think we can both agree has this kind of brought out like I think we're both kind of equally balanced like introverted extroverted people I agree Um, yeah so I think this has satisfied both parts because we, one, don't have to deal with a lot of like fake interactions or just meaningless interactions. Mm-hmm. And you choose to instead interact with people that just make your heart happy. Yeah, exactly. And and those interactions happen so limited nowadays that um, every interaction is worth more than it was before. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm counting down days 
guys till juhi comes back home i know she's coming home for like two weeks yeah i can't believe i'll be back home but i'm literally the same i feel like i feel your parents it's gonna be nice because when i go back like it's gonna be a straight two-week quarantine and i'm like wow i don't have to step out the house i'm so excited it's fine (laughs) all the people you love will come to go see you at your front door exactly exactly sounds nice um but yeah yes so i think like one of the episodes which probably wasn't that long ago but feels like forever ago that we made was a little bit of a reflection and we we made a whole episode i don't remember the title but it was dedicated to how we were feeling before we started our professional lives oh yeah yeah i i just thought of that right now i was like oh this is like a cool part two of that episode because now we are marinated in experience of i like that word choice (laughs) marinated spicy marinated (laughs) with uh being in med school and being at work so andrew i'll let you take it away um i think today we are just looking to do some reflection um kind of like compare where we were like at that point earlier on versus where we are now how much we've learned how many things we um i guess i've seen unexpectedly um but uh, like for good like for good reason um so we're just gonna walk you guys through that um i think like this type of conversation is also super healthy for kavi and i because we get to actually talk about it like you've experienced it you've felt it but you don't i feel like until you don't put it into words and put it into existence you don't realize like how much of a change you've had um so i think this is going to be a nice little healthy discussion about you know how long we've yeah exactly um, how far we've come even though in the grand scheme i feel like what how long has it been like a semester it's not been long at all yeah it's, it's been, been a couple like, months but it's been a couple literally it's been maybe half a year or like a little bit less than half a year yeah um but even that like it's not long in in like hindsight but it's like it feels like a really long time you know and you know what the first couple months that you start something new is i think where you do the most learning and growing mm. because everything is new and you're just trying to like like everything is so unfamiliar and then as like as we progress i don't think we would do i can't english but i don't think we would um experience the same level of growth as we did in the first half a year yeah definitely for sure um so but yeah talking about that um i guess we can start like segueing into you know the, the the nitty gritty of this the nitty gritty conversation <laughs> so Sorry, I had no, without I had no further ado that. here are the seven things that we learned in our first couple months of our professional lives our post-grad mm-hmm. lives um for context juhi's in medical school and she's in arizona right now so she moved from canada mm-hmm. to the states um yep. and then for me i just started my first job really um and i work at a tech company as a tech consultant so two different perspectives but we've managed to come up with things that we've experienced um kind of together or like the same feelings i guess so let's start with the first one yes okay so the first one we have listed is i'm just going to read it word by word your expectations will never fully match up to reality now, when I when I read this and when I think about this, I literally think of myself, you know, four or five months ago, you know, me sitting in my room being like, oh, like what's med school holding in store for me? And then being here now and like really understanding how much different um, 
you know, that experience was in the sense that before I was like, yeah, like I know I'm going to be grinding. I got tons of hours to put in, you know, and now I'm sitting here and I'm like, yes, that happened. You know, we worked our butts off, but then there was so much more, I think, that was included in that journey that I just didn't expect. Like, for example, I was talking to Kavi about this and I think I've spoken to the about this like with some other friends too, in the sense that when you start like a new thing in your life, I feel like you look at what is the obvious, right? Like you're putting in hours, you're going to be working, you're going to be tired. I knew that. But what I didn't know was that I had to learn to take care of myself even more and in mm-hmm. different ways. Um, and so that's been like a pleasant surprise for me because it's like, okay, I work. And then it's like, how can I still sustain myself enough that I can get up the next day and still work? And that was something that I realized that I had to really learn. Um, did you have a similar experience, Kavya? Very much. And I think, yeah. I think like in, when people think about consulting or like corporate environments, they think of this very fast paced or, you know, long hours and whatever, even with med school, right? Like you're just, the expectation is like, you're going to be working hard and you're going to be grinding 24 seven. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I feel like I was guilty of this before is for some reason, people tend to romanticize that a lot. Like, people before they start they're like oh my god I can't wait to work like 70 hours a week you know I can't wait to like sit down in the library and study for 20 hours like where where did that get romanticized it's not as glamorous as it sounds and I'm guilty of that too I think it's just when you're like in that university bubble and you can't wait to get out and it's just you feel like your life is kind of defined by I don't know working hard and you know the the benefits that might come from it but in reality one thing I've learned is I really don't want to work that long it's really not glamorous um yeah my and like I think our experience is also a little bit different because we're starting this chapter during COVID yeah so you know the our environment that we're in is not typical like I haven't been to the office for example but I can already tell I don't need to be in a fancy building or, you know, (laughs) in like high heels and pencil skirts. Like I'm never going to like and I'm never going to want to work ridiculous hours. Um, Yeah. So that was probably like the big thing that I'm guilty of. I think another thing would also just be, I don't know, there's you try to picture how you're going to be or like how things are going to turn out and just never really ends up being that way like I thought I would be doing much different work I guess than what I'm doing now and I just kind of ended up in to what I'm doing um even just within like my role right like there's so many different possible things you could do and I am doing something completely different from what I thought I mean for context I'm in like the mobile department and so I'm supposed to be on mobile projects but Mm -hmm. I because of COVID um I wasn't able to be placed on a mobile project. So now I'm working with a completely different department of um, business. And it's crazy because it just goes to show you can't really, you know, your life will just take twists and turns. And that doesn't end even when you're in a very stable position. Exactly. Also, just a quick side note. It's so funny. You were talking about the heels and stuff like that. Because I remember before Kavi was like, dude, I'm going to have like nice fits and I'm going to do all that stuff. And she was so excited. (laughs) But it's so crazy to see how much that changes, you know? 
yeah it's like when people talk about it um online they're always like like people slave really hard to work at a big company or like a big Mm -hmm. name um and i think this is more for like corporate stuff because like being a doctor obviously you've got slaving is just part of the process you know and you're doing it for like for sure a reason but i just realized i'm like people literally strive wanting to be part like wanting to join a company and just to be like a slave for like 70 80 hours a week and it's just Mm -hmm. like i think they picture it very glamorously in their heads they think it's going to look like in the movies you're going to this big office and it's beautiful and there's all these young people or you know professionals and it's really not like that so just a warning (laughs) nice little reality check you know (laughs) that's fine it is what it is it is what it is okay number two caveat do you want to introduce this one yeah so the second one would be the importance of asking questions and you know making use of your resources or seeking help when you need to i can very heavily relate to this because when I first joined so I think one thing you'll learn and you'll probably relate to this as well is when you start your professional life no one is holding your hand anymore like people aren't Mm -hmm. you know your teachers aren't reminding you hey we have a test coming up or we have an exam and here's some study guides like blah 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 Um, and likewise at work people aren't explaining to me like step by step how to do certain things or deadlines or you know just a process it's kind of like you're getting dropped in the ocean and you have to learn how to swim if you can't swim um and so for the longest time I didn't want to ask questions because I thought I would look stupid and I was like I'm new I'm trying to impress everyone here and I was also trying to I think convince myself that I didn't need to ask for help I didn't need to ask for questions like I was good Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. I'll figure it out and then I just didn't figure it out. And I realized I need to, you know, it hurts your ego and your pride a little bit, but you really, like, you won't get anywhere unless you ask questions and unless you, when you recognize that you need help or you're not understanding things, you seek out to get those answers somehow. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think I ever became confident in my work and the type of work I'm doing right now until I took initiative to just literally call on like five different people make them sit down with me and explain to me step by step how things work and I was like hey full disclosure like I'm new I don't have experience in this and I'm not gonna pretend like I do yeah like Judy you know I got like that was when I got the best feedback was when people were like they don't look they don't look at me like I'm stupid or I'm you know falling behind they're not disappointed that they hired someone that doesn't have all the answers Mm -hmm. they were way more impressed that like i took initiative so that's my spiel a little shout out to kavya for getting a bomb ass feedback report her first one ever i'm i'm cutting that out of this i'm she's (laughs) not she's not gonna because i'm gonna edit this one anyways (laughs) anyways um i like really really agree with that especially about the feeling dumb like if you think that like okay asking a question is gonna make me look dumb um i definitely felt that in the beginning um but I feel like the minute that I started asking questions and I started looking for answers and once I was getting answers, it was really nice because the answers come in the form of like assurance to a certain degree. So sometimes when we're in lab or something like that, I'll ask a question and then they'll tell me and I'll be like, oh, okay. And then I like 
say it back to them and then they're like yeah yeah you got it so like in tiny ways like that it kind of builds your confidence so even in the beginning you might be like oh yeah like you know i'm a little nervous to ask like they're probably gonna think i'm stupid you have to understand like the other person is there to help you and Mm -hmm. you are gaining more than you think yeah and i think it like i like the point you said where it really helps with your personal confidence because Mm -hmm. If you can put yourself in a room full of people and be get to that point where you're comfortable asking questions, you're comfortable yes. stopping someone while they're speaking to ask for clarification, it is a huge skill to have. I and definitely agree. Like that's literally the scariest thing that I I picture like just being in a room of something that's very important going on and not understanding the situation, so Getting there is crucial to, I think, any job mm-hmm. in any position, your success. Mm-hmm. Like more power to you as you as you learn to do that and get to that point for sure. Yep. So moving on, Judy. Yes, Kavya. Yes. Um, so the third thing we have on here, um, which I've been feeling a lot of recently. Um, I, I haven't talked to Kavya about this a lot, but um just the idea that imposter syndrome doesn't end after university or after that last thing you thought it was going to end after like for some people it definitely might in my case I don't feel like I feel like it's like definitely brought itself out more um just in the sense that I feel like in school we take in so much information every single day like there's just so much to know and these are things that will affect people in the future. So when I'm doing a test or if I'm sitting down and trying to learn something, legit all I'm thinking of is like, I'm going to have to do like do this in the future to somebody or, you know, perform this exam or whatever. And it's, I look back, I, I will learn something one week and then I, and then the next week I'll be like, dude, I forgot what I learned last week. <laughs> and I'm like, same. how do physicians do that? Like, how do they intake so much knowledge? Literally so same. when I'm literally when I'm in like any um, setting where there's like doctors around me or something like that, I'm like, I feel like, dude, I feel like a dumbass. I'm like, I don't feel like <laughs> I know anything. I, and you know so much and I'm sure it comes with a journey, but like, I can't help but feel like am I even in the right place? Like, do I even have what it takes to get to like, you know, the other person's level? Like what? Yes, you do. Thank you. you, I I think it's like (laughs) also important to like acknowledge, right? Like every person, when you're looking at doctors or professionals that have years of experience and have been like, they've all been where you've been, you know, they've all exactly had that feeling and it's really hard I think not to compare yourself with people that are just seem so knowledgeable in the field Mm -hmm. and you know people pick up on things differently people respond to things differently people present themselves differently um and so what I've I I could definitely feel this because in my role there's people that are really good at it and I'm always like how like how do I be like them and then I'll start feeling all weird like ooh, like why am I not like them or like am I you know am I missing something am I not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like am I just learning the wrong things mm-hmm. but then I talk to them and they're just like no I've literally felt the exact way that you yeah. did and it's important to take these people and you know who are doing the things you want and look at them as like inspiration right like i will be there at one point rather than using it to attack yourself and your position of like yeah 
yeah so yeah no i think i think that's a great (laughs) no for sure i think that's a really great way to think of it and yeah i feel like the more i can do that the more i'll be able to i don't know just uh, like i just i hope that i'm at a point in my life in the future where i can tell somebody like hey i was just where you're at you know what i'm saying and like and like now i'm doing okay you know and honestly Judy, like i'll tell you i think um when you start your first like i I think it's rotations where you actually start Mm -hmm. working and putting forth the knowledge because theory like it comes in your head and it goes right like yeah when you you study it and then it disappears but when you are working in in an environment where you constantly have to recall and put things into practice like it sticks so much more and you will feel i think that's where your imposter syndrome will probably end is when you are actually in the real world day to day doing all the things that you thought that you thought you forgot about and it just Mm -hmm. will become ingrained in your memory so don't worry girl you got this thanks you actually made me feel a lot better so thank you for that i appreciate it love you you too okay (laughs) okay enough sappy (laughs) so Number four would be understanding that regardless of what you're doing, whether you're going to more school or whether you're going to work, there is definitely an adjustment period. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to be 100% present or to have the same kind of lifestyle continuously that you had right before you know, you start. And I think Juhi and I both had phases oh, of yeah. this where we kind of like, checked out and um i think it was really funny because i think i checked out first because i started a little earlier and then Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't even realize until like three weeks had gone by or maybe maybe honestly i'm probably over exaggerating it was probably like a week and i was like wait i didn't even like properly message juhi this week and Mm -hmm. then there was like a similar situation where it was like the other way around and yeah it's okay is i think as bad as it is in the moment it's like you know it, it's something that we had to go through like we needed that yeah. time to just settle down yeah and for sure. get used to our environment and get used to our priorities because your priorities also start changing when you have mm-hmm. this new thing added on your plate so yeah 100 percent. and like just for just for context like kavi and i talk every day like if anything there's like a hi hello how's your day type of message that like goes on so when we didn't like start hearing from each other every day or like it wasn't the same way i know like from my end i was just like oh like damn like this is a different phase of our lives you know like this is that right and and then when it happened to me where i was like just i'm telling you i would wake up certain days and be like i'm not gonna be on my phone for like the whole day Mm -hmm. and i would not oh she did she literally and she's good at keeping that promise (laughs) yeah and like i won't be on i was like and then after a couple weeks of that i was like dude or like maybe a week of that i was just like dude like i i need like at least for me i was like okay i at least need to check in and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day like i knew people that i talked to the most and i cared about the most would understand the position that i was in or like what i was trying to like get yeah. done you know and kavi was like one of those people yeah i think it's like really important to acknowledge that you know everyone is going to need that time mm-hmm. to just as i said like figure themselves out figure out how they're going to navigate this new lifestyle how they're going to reprioritize yeah. things and just also sometimes to breathe like if you've had a really long day 
I'm pretty sure the last thing anyone wants to do, I hope, is whip out their phone and respond to a million messages, right? Like mm-hmm. you just want to like be to yourself and read a book or like light a candle and go to sleep or whatever and just breathe. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's also equally as important to know that, you know, that's not a long-term sustainable thing. Like Exactly, exactly. Every Like you do need to eventually make that step to, you know, start incorporating all the things that you had before that are meaningful to you like your friendships and you know your relationships whatever Mm -hmm. exercise like just other things like back into your life slowly um but yeah having that period is absolutely necessary and i don't think you or anyone should be beating themselves up yeah for that i definitely agree yeah yeah and that kind of segues into our point five which is Mm -hmm. making sure that your circle of people really understand your situation even though for Juhi and I, when we were going through our adjustment periods of kind of not being unresponsive and, you know, just focusing on whatever, like our job or our work, um, mm-hmm. we were still able to understand that it's okay. Like you need that time for yourself. And you also really need people around you that are able to accept that as well, right? Like, Your number one priority now might be getting your work done as opposed to going to some party. I mean, hopefully Mm -hmm. no one's partying during COVID, but you know what I mean? Or like going, going to the bar or hanging out that day. Like it just, it's just things that it's not just a process I think for you, but it's also a process for your whole circle of people. Yeah, for sure. I think also another thing is like when you go through it yourself, like, I feel like I was able to be a lot more empathetic to those around me who are going through the same thing, which is literally like basically everyone who graduated with us last year. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So when I had friends who like we would talk um, a lot more like before everything changed, like before we entered like our professional lives and like now the frequency is less. I don't think that there's an ounce of me that feels like upset or like, why didn't you, Mm -hmm. you know, message or why haven't we like I like I get it. And like. I think that for the other person too, it makes it that much easier to like still maintain a relationship with you knowing that even if we don't talk for a long time, like we can, we're still friends, like we're still in touch, you know? A really great example of that is like my mom and my sister. (laughs) I feel so bad. (laughs) There have been been days definitely where like my mom will call and then I'll be like, "Ah, I'll call you back soon. And it'll be like two, three days later. And, and then I'll be like, oh mom, like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, one of the things she said to me dude one day was like dude i just i don't want to bother you like i know what you're doing i know that you're busy i know you have school so you call me when you're free and i'll be here and i'm like oh my god like to hear that i was like damn i don't first of all i don't deserve you (laughs) no one deserves juhi's mom really yeah she she's a gem man um but you know i just felt so much more confident in doing what i was doing and like being like okay it's fine to do what i do because the people I care about are still here, you know, and they get it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think it was like easy for our friend group because we were all kind of in the same boat, as Juhi said, like starting something new. So yeah, when you're going through it yourself, it's easy to empathize with like what other people are going through. But there are going to be times where, you know, you're not going to be in the same position as someone else that is going through some major change or mm-hmm. whatever. And you just need to understand that you know if you are having concerns about how something is like i've had 
I, I think Julie and I like literally talked it out too. We're like, you know, I'm sorry. It's just like, you know, this has been yeah. really overwhelming <laughs> and it's okay yeah. to talk it out. Like you don't have to just automatically like accept it and then like not say anything about it and suck it up while you're like feeling upset that your friend feels a little distant, you know, but mm-hmm. it's just that understanding of give them time. Sometimes we both needed time to ourselves. I think everyone in this position is needed time and that's like and if we can get through that then those are your real friends like, yeah i think it, it definitely solidifies like more than you thought it would i feel mm-hmm. yeah damn i'm in my feelings damn. right now i'm just appreciating so many people Ooh, in my trying to play right a drake now. song no absolutely <laughs> have you Guys, seen that have you BT seen that dubs. tiktok oh yeah go TikTok? which one I- which one have you seen the tiktok soundtrack where it's like i just want to be appreciated appreciated (laughs) i have i have oh my gosh yeah Yeah. that's what no i was gonna say sorry you said drake kavya who's your number one artist i don't know why i don't know why and you know what also said that i was top three percent of drake's listeners i was like i really don't listen to him that much and yeah i didn't yeah more shocking than that was the baby was on my Spotify rap. I never, I don't, I cannot so name funny. a single song that has the baby in account. it. But I feel like Oprah's bank account. There you go. Wait, is he in it? Yeah, bro. He has like a little verse in there. Yeah. Oh, see, like that's the thing. Like he just snuck his way into my like top four listen <laughs> artist because I think he's like very like I think he's in a lot of features. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he is. Oh I was gosh. like, I when was you like, sent me that, I was like, the baby. I, I didn't like listen who? to him like that. <laughs> yeah i know that's so funny whatever i'm not questioning it the baby can the the baby has my soul oh for anyone confused (laughs) the baby is like a rapper i think yeah i don't even know who he is no he he's a rapper he he's a dude and tory lanes was you yeah tory bro tory lanes was like my number like number three for me i think Mm, yes he was i think he was my number three too or something because and it's only because when one of my friends would like hang out um he loved the chicks tape album so like right now absolutely not (laughs) oh oh okay (laughs) but like he would he would so every time we would hang out we would play chick state five or whatever in the background and like Mm -hmm. that's how tory lane stuck his way into my top five that's funny yeah i do not condone this megan the same stallion behavior though tory i agree with her i agree a full five three man like come on (laughs) (gasps) oh well Uh, where were we number six that's where we were number six yes um number six uh lifestyle is the most important part of our careers um i think over the past couple of i don't know past couple of weeks so what happens in med school is that at the end of med school you end up going through a match and you match into like a specific residency right so you'll have like um cardiology pulmonology um pediatrics whatever you want to go into but like you have to understand that all of these different specialties have um obviously a different workload um some residencies I, are longer than others can i interrupt you for one second yeah, go ahead go ahead so match day videos i had a phase where i was binging them oh, on youtube this beautiful. summer mm-hmm. they're really great like um Highly they're just recommend. so fun if you're bored like just watch them like you start feeling like the adrenaline when someone is opening their envelope and like figuring out their match it's just so entertaining sorry it's a continue. pretty big deal no 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 it's okay but what i was saying with that was that like yeah like sometimes you'll match into like a really um a more time-consuming specialty like surgery versus like something that's um a little bit easier on like the nine-to-five lifestyle like family medicine 
Um, so for example, like the reason that I'm saying this is because I'm going to have to choose something eventually. And I've been thinking a lot about what I want to go into, but even beyond that, I've been thinking about what do I want my life to look like, you know, 10 years from now in the sense that I really want to be able to do like a decent time job and spend time with my family. And I want to be able to take times to go travel and do all that stuff. So it's crazy because I never thought that I would think about that at all. Like I was so much Mm -hmm. about I'll work like crazy hour weeks like I'm good. You know, I got this. But the more I get older, that sounds yeah. I'm not even that old, but you know, you're only 23, older, 22, uh, 20, oh yeah, 22. Come on, sis. Um, the more that that like is so important to me. So now that I when I make decisions, I think about, you know, in the future, can I have a couple of minutes to myself? Can I spend yeah. time with my family? Can I be part of their, you know, growing up or, or whatever? Um, I th- How do you feel yeah. about that, Kavya? I totally agree. I think that kind mm-hmm. of goes to what we said in the beginning with like people glamorizing, just working ridiculous hours yeah. and whatever. It's like I've realized that I, you could pay me half a million dollars to work a job. Um, but if it requires, if I am spending all my hours in an office doing work that is just boring and not meaningful to me and i i don't have a life outside of my work i mm-hmm. i mean it's tempting to take half a million dollars but your life just goes to waste like you're what yeah. are you other than work right and i think like making sure that when you are choosing your career path or when you're choosing your jobs and your roles you want to envision what kind of lifestyle you want i want to have time to come home to a family or i want to you know have a dog that I have time to walk and mm-hmm. that is much more important to me than like the the paycheck that you can give or the reputation of a job even so yeah that's yeah, like I definitely agree some, yeah and I think that's something that like we've realized after being in this environment where we're constantly mm-hmm. being pushed <laughs> yeah oh for sure yeah and it's that's so crazy to think too that like if i wasn't in this situation i'd probably be like oh yeah let's do surgery like let's do yeah, something let's crazy do you know? yeah. let's work <laughs> let's for do investment banking like. yeah let's go crazy bro but yeah, yeah damn no. like i'm thankful that you know we've gotten our ass let's like yeah exactly because you realize you're like i don't i can tolerate it now but i don't want to tolerate this for the rest of my life like yeah and like yo you have to understand also like the way the age that we're at right now we're at our peaks in terms of the energy that we have to give to the world i feel right like we're at our peaks of learning like we're just we're at that so like when you as you get older like things become harder like obviously your priorities change but it's also like how much more of this could I really do without not, you know, mm-hmm. physically like harming myself, right? Or emotionally, mentally, whatever. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, we actually only have one more point left, but I'm going to mm-hmm. last minute add something in. Yes. Because, ooh, surprise bomb. Because this is something I never really thought about before starting. And I, I know that Juhi's also kind of been thinking about it is finances, <laughs> Mm. and I never really thought about you know the importance of just saving and you know planning for how you are going to finance yourself the next couple of years it was never I call myself financially illiterate 
And even though like I'm I, I don't think either of us are anywhere near like the super great I have like a million stocks and I'm so I make so much money on I make so much yeah. passive income. Like we have a lot to learn. Yeah, but I think definitely. it's something that has definitely entered our radar, especially as like just managing your money right and mm-hmm. not being crazy reckless spenders like i used to think "Ooh, i'm making a salary now like i can afford to go on all these lavish trips and buy these like designer clothes i mean covid kind of took care of the lavish trips part but i realized yeah. that i also <laughs> it's like wait no like that isn't what i should be doing with my money right now you know like i need to be i need to be smart with it i need to to like start in investing it in something or like I, we could do a whole other podcast about just money yeah. in the future but um that was just something i wanted to sneak in because it honestly i you don't think about that you don't think about taxes you don't think about anything until you're done school <laughs> yeah oh for sure and they don't teach you none of that you know nope. when you're at school so you're kind of just let out into the world like all right you're on your own my g like <laughs> yep i'll let you guys know how it is after i uh fill out my first like tax forms and then you could teach me yeah Kavya. okay yes like Please. four years later <laughs> <laughs> uh okay uh. well moving on to our last little topic of today's podcast um Kavya, actually i'll have you introduce this one ew why i'm kidding i'm kidding Just, i so. love your voice <laughs> yeah do you like the rest oh god rest all right can we just okay anyways <laughs> um i uh, so our last point um of things that we've learned is actually about learning so you learn way more than you think when you're in an application environment so i'm going to speak about this from a working perspective and then he can tackle on you know being in like Mm -hmm. an academic environment so I think you know I did like I I took a lot of undergrad computer science courses it is very different the environments that you use in school just the kind of work and projects that you do in school versus what happens in the actual work environment you know Mm -hmm. um a, a good example is for anyone who did any computer science course, you probably know there's like a whole obsession with learning how to sort lists properly, like literally sort a list in order, ascending or descending. And there's all kinds of algorithms. I've never once had to sort a list, okay, in my work. And it, I like that was just one example, but it just goes to show like that the environment is very different. And in the beginning I was like I don't know what I'm doing like I'm just so used to you know being in my comfortable little school bubble and like doing like listening to a lecture and then regurgitating that information but let me tell you when you are put on the spot you might not recognize it but you are picking up on so many skills and they might not be obvious Mm -hmm. ones like they might not be you know necessarily related to the exact skill set you need for your role but even things like you know learning how to ask questions learning how to make presentations learning how to um use a certain tool that you've never used before like these they seem like very what's a word for boring what's a fancy word for boring 
mundane i don't know mundane yes yeah they seem okay. like they can seem like wow you scholar they can seem <laughs> like very like mundane tasks at the time but given like no matter what you're doing you can always look back and be like oh my goodness there's actually a lot that i learned in mm-hmm. this time and you won't ever actually feel that way unless you are not only unless you're in a position where you're forced to kind of apply skills or apply your knowledge somewhere and it's bigger than just writing a test you know you're doing something mm-hmm. so th- i don't know if i t- articulated that well but i hope no, you I guys get you what did. i mean no i think you did like i i think that you know like as you said that what i was thinking about was like i feel like you can see an impact right and like i feel mm-hmm. like that does so much for like your own like subconscious in the sense that it's like oh like I knew how to do this. I, I like physically, I did it now, applied it to something and like, oh, mm-hmm. like I impacted something, you know? And I feel that yeah, um, and a just lot like, in like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go finish off. That's fine. No, no, it's okay. You go. Ew, why are we like this? Okay, go. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. And like, even just going along with that, like alongside impact, it's also just like, you underestimate how much you pick up just by simply being exposed to things day by day, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I got put on a project that is related to banking, for example, and then now I feel like I know so much about how data flows when someone is, you know, when someone taps your card at like an ATM Jeez. or a cash register, like I know kind of the underlying process of what going goes on. And that's not stuff I set out to study myself. That just picked up over I picked up over after months and months of being exposed to an environment where people were constantly talking about it and it was just Mm -hmm. in the background so I think you could probably like even agree with that for you know like the stuff you do you just pick up on additional things by just being exposed to it for sure like a really good example is like um for example we have something called like um osteopathic osteopathic manipulative medicine labs um every week right but before we have the actual in-person lab um we have to like learn about it on our own through a lecture and stuff like that so i'll do that get some basics down cool but then when i go to lab and you actually physically do the maneuvers and you're told like this is testing for this and this is doing this it just damn like the way that it wraps things together like Mm -hmm. i i could never have that experience just learning about something theoretically you know yeah and And like that's been yeah go ahead Mm-mm. okay never mind um <laughs> and no i was just saying that that's been it's been really really cool because undergrad did not consist of that like we had labs yeah but they would be a completely different topic or like they'd just be not related to what i was doing previously but now i'm seeing like like the parallel between okay learning something all right cool and then actually going and physically doing it mm-hmm. um and i feel like I feel like, you know, you talked about this earlier, but like, I feel like that'll help with the imposter syndrome, right? I was just, that was what I was going to say when I was like, yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah, is yeah, that, yeah, I think it's a very different kind of learning when you're mm-hmm. on the spot and doing something in practice than when you're learning yeah. in like a classroom. And that's where most of the knowledge that you have like retains, right? So mm. Yeah, I if you you could ask me what I learned in first year biology and I have no idea. You could ask me about acid base neutralization. I have absolutely no (laughs) clue anymore. I just know at some point something turns pink. Okay, (laughs) it's like, and then the pink thing turns clear. Like I don't even know the steps anymore. But yeah, 
like ask me something about things that I've been doing day to day and have been frequently doing and that's where it retains and that's where you start to feel like an expert or maybe not an expert but you start to feel more confident in Mm. what your knowledge is of that thing so for sure yeah so I guess I mean that's pretty much our list I know it's kind of short but I mean it's only been a couple months and I think those pretty much tackled like the high level things that we've learned or Mm -hmm. upon reflection of our magical latter half of the year I know it's you know we should do this like biannually dude I think it'd be really cool to see like how much because I'm sure we'll have different things to say a couple months from now you know Mm -hmm. and we'll probably be in like different scenarios too because at one at some point you're going to be recording this podcast while you're you know on rotations and like oh yeah that's actually in a think about yeah and you're like scrubs and you know all mm-hmm. like gray's anatomy vibes mm. and then at one point you'll be back in the office that'll oh, be a God. thing i have to right? interact isn't that people? crazy stop <laughs> shut up you like talking to people sometimes it's like a running joke is that i love talking to people but i also hate talking to people yeah, like i can't the irony is like <laughs> i can never understand it because (laughs) she is one of the most social people i've met i feel like she's extroverted in the sense that she can talk to anyone and it's an incredible quality but i'll get a message one day and she'll be like yo man i just i don't want to talk to anybody i'm like what are you talking about the joke is like i'll complain to juhi when someone talks to me too much but then if they stop talking to me i'll also complain i'm like why are they talking to me (laughs) girl can't be satisfied ever like come on no i'm a ugh Oh, well, whatever. So I was going to ask, um, oh, I mm. thought of this question in the beginning um, and now I don't remember, but it had something. To, oh, you know, it's been a couple months now and I, I'm curious because you're the one who did basically all of your movement. You freaking crossed oh. the border, moved yeah, to a state yeah. that I don't even know if you'd been to. Had you been, have you been to Arizona just, prior to just like for the, Just here? for the interview. I went last January to like interview here. I was oh, here right, for like a like, day. So I'm curious, do you feel a sense of home now in Arizona? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I do. Not good news for me, but good news for her. uh, (laughs) No, first of all, guys, let me tell you, um, the weather, incredible. I would highly suggest all of you moving to here, um, especially because, bro, I hate the (laughs) cold. Like, I love the snow to, like, look at, but... um, I love my indoors. Like, I like staying warm all the time. Also, Kavya hates Mm-mm. the sun. Bro, the sun here. I don't hate the sun. Every single... Okay, okay, okay. Hold no. on. <laughs> the, okay. The sun shines here every single day. And I tell Kavya, I'm like, oh my God, it's sunny today. It looks beautiful outside. She'll be like, eh? sun? Gross. I'm like, Kavya. She likes the it's gloom. It's so much cozier being inside. And, you know, when it's kind of Ooh, gloomy, on you have your day. warm yeah. cup of like tea. Yes. That's you have true. your lights on, like your little lamps. Like, don't tell me. Listen, y'all in Arizona probably don't get Christmas. Like, imagine having Yo, a Christmas relax. where there's no snow outside. <laughs> you know what? Imagine you know what? that. You're What's right. the point of you right. putting a Christmas tree up? That's, that's my one. That's the one thing I do miss. I could not believe it, but I miss the like leaves changing colors because that doesn't happen here. Mm-hmm there's i probably won't see any snowfall until when i come back home yeah so yes i definitely do miss this is that, just me trying to convince her to come home in a few years but you know yeah i don't know if that's gonna happen but no I will say it has to happen we than... have a dog plan <laughs> i know also, we're we gonna a get a plan. pug we're supposed to live somewhere yes, together <laughs> exactly um 
but i think okay sorry just a quick thing more than the weather more than anything i've met some great people here who have definitely made it mm-hmm. feel like home so i feel like if Shout i can find Jeffrey. that wherever i go yes and, oh my god and sean and the two sean Sean, yes and mahima of course um yeah, of course and helene and daniel and um any oh other god, friends she that knows missed. all their names I, I know all i'll just say there's rumsey there's manny there's john am i missing people i might be missing people but wow. they're all great they're so Meanwhile, so cool i talk to two people on a daily basis <laughs> <laughs> one of them's me by the way <laughs> yes um I'm, I'm, you know what? I think it's interesting because I'm just very fascinated by, I, I want to see if when it comes down to ultimately settling down in a place like post, you know, post medical school, mm-hmm. if you end up kind of choosing, like, I guess Phoenix is kind of big city vibes, but I mean, like, if you kind of, if you end up choosing, like, let's, let's pick two extremes, like, right? Like something like New York City. Ugh. Or somewhere Beautiful. like San Francisco, like maybe not San Francisco, but mm. Bay Area in general, because Bay mm. Area kind of aligns more with like Arizona vibes and nature mm. and sunshine, whereas mm-hmm. New York is like very opposite of that. But they're both mm-hmm. vibes that I know you dig. So I'm curious yeah. to see where if given the choice or what kind of place you'll settle in. That, that You know what, guys, stay tuned for the next couple stay of years. Stay tuned, <laughs> exactly. I don't know where I'll end up. We'll figure it out. I'll let y'all know. <laughs> i know so with that i think yes. thank you so much for tuning Thanks in for tuning in guys like always um we hope you're doing well and have a great day ahead yes have a great couple weeks because i don't know when the next time we'll record is <laughs> <laughs> bye okay bye